Jacqueline and I'm Sahda. Welcome, Welcome back, back to another episode of Bcast, a podcast of Bindu School Bekasi Student Council where you can rest, relax, and, and enjoy, enjoy with the, the best content, content that you'll ever have. For today's life in fiction, I will be reading a story entitled The Day I Was Late for My Examinations. Enjoy! It was a breezy Monday morning. It was a comfortable morning for a sleep. Ring! My alarm clock rang, but I ignored it. After a while, unknowingly, I drifted into dreamland. When I woke up, I stared at the alarm clock and could not believe my eyes. I am late for my examination, I wailed frantically. I jumped out of bed, brushed my teeth, changed into uniform, and tore out of the house. I ran as fast as my legs could carry me. On the way to the school, I realized that yesterday I was revising for my examination till late night. I reached school as soon as possible and raced up the stairs to my classroom. Primary tree confidence. I stopped outside of the classroom. It was so quiet that I could hear a pin drop. I was contemplating whether to go in or not. My heart started thumping fiercely against my chest, and my legs started wobbling like jelly. I wanted to see who the invigilator was, so I took a pick. It was my science teacher, Mr. Tan. From the corner of his eye, he spotted me. My skin felt cold and clammy when he walked towards me. There was no way to escape. Beds of perspiration trickled down my forehead. With his arms crossed, he glared at me angrily and pulled me aside so as not to disturb the other pupils. Please give me another chance, I pleaded nervously. As I talked, I felt very guilty and embarrassed as everyone's eye fell on me. He muttered furiously under his breath, I can allow you to sit for the examination, but you won't have sufficient time to complete the paper. I hemmed a sigh of relief. Mr. Tan passed me the paper and I started doing it. Luckily, I had revised for the examination so all the questions were easy for me to complete and I had it in on time. I was much relieved because I could finish the paper on time. When I got home after school, I told my mother about the incident. After this unforgettable lesson, I would never forget to revise early for my examinations again. My mother reprimanded me harshly that day. I tried to be early or on time from that day onwards. End of story. Now, let's listen to the week's recap brought by Jacqueline in the next studio. Thank you, Sahda. The first news is the national news. Police officer detained in case of his girlfriend's suicide. The East Java Regional Police have officially detained Randy Bagus, a member of the Pasuruan District Police. Randy was Novia Widya Sari's boyfriend, a suicide victim who was found dead at her father's grave in Sugian Hamlet, Japan Village, Suko District, Mojokerto Regency. Randy was arrested after the East Java Police, Pasuruan Police, and Mojokerto Police carried out joint investigations. From these investigations, several facts were found. 
East Java Deputy Police Chief Brigadier General Slamet Hadi Supratio said that Randy had been acquainted with the victim since October 2019 according to CNN Indonesia. Then, the two of them had sexual relations that took place from 2020 to 2021, quoting from Slamet's explanation. Novia was later found dead by suicide in her father's grave in Sugian's hamlet, Suko District, Mojokerto Regency. Not far from the victim's body was found a liquid that is said to contain potassium. Slamet explained that Randy would be punished ethically according to police regulations and criminal regulations for assisting abortion. The second news is the health news. Affairs the government has cancelled the application of Level 3 PPKM during the Christmas and New Year Nataru holidays. The government has cancelled the application of Level 3 Community Activity Restrictions PPKM, in all regions of Indonesia during the Christmas and New Year Nataru holidays. Coordinating Minister for Maritime Affairs and Investment Luhut Binsar Panjaitan said testing and tracing were one of the considerations. According to him, the number of tests and tracing is now much higher than then at the end of the last year. Luhut also said that the level of COVID-19 vaccination influenced the policy. He compared it to the conditions of the 2020 Christmas and New Year holidays when vaccination had not yet started. The first dose of vaccination in Java, Bali has reached 76% and the second dose is approaching 56%. However, the government will tighten a number of rules. Any kinds of New Year celebration will be banned in all public places. Travelers must have been vaccinated and show a negative COVID-19 antigen test result. Children are required to have a PCR test before taking part in a long-distance travel via plane. If by land or sea, children may take an antigen test. Meanwhile, the operation of shopping centers, restaurants, cinemas, and tourist attractions is only allowed with a maximum capacity of 75% and only for people in the green category in the Peduli Lindungi application. The next news is the sports news. The Indonesian badminton team has decided to withdraw from the 2021 BWF World Championship. The Indonesian badminton team has decided to withdraw from the 2021 BWF World Championship or the 2021 World Championship due to the erratic spread of the new variant of Omicron COVID-19 virus. PBSI has decided to withdraw from the 2021 World Championships to maintain the athletes' health and safety. The decision to resign was taken by the general chairperson of PBSI, Agung Firman Sampurna, after receiving input from the management, trainers, and the head of Bin Press. PBSI was originally scheduled to send 13 representatives to the 2021 World Championships. In the men's doubles, there are Marcus Fernaldi Gideon and Kevin Sanjaya Sukamoljo, Hendra Setiawan and Mohamad Asan, Fajr Alfian and Muhammad Rian Ardianto, Leora Licarnado, and Daniel Martin. Meanwhile, in the women's doubles, there are Gracia Poli and Apriani Rahayu and mixed doubles Pravin Jordan and Melati Daiva Octavianti, Rino Frivaldi and Pita Haningtias Mentari, and Rehan Naufal Kusharjanto and Lisa Ayu Kusumawati. In the men's singles, there were Antoni Sinisuka Ginting, Jonathan Christie, Cesar Hiren Rustafito, Women singles, Gregoria Mariska Tunjung, and Ruseli Hartawan. With this resonation, the agenda for the Indonesian badminton national training team in 2021 has been completed. Furthermore, they will focus on next year's competitions. The next news is the environmental news. BPBD evacuates flood victims in West Lombok district. 
W Lombok, WS Nusa Tenggara, Antara, the evacuation of flood victims in West Lombok District is still on. Head of the West Nusa Tenggara, NTB Provincial Regional Disaster Mitigation Agency, BPPD, Sahadan said here on Monday. According to a recent report, West Lombok District has been hit the worst by the flood, he informed. The flood affected areas in the district comprised Gunung Sare, Batulayar, and Sekotong subdistricts, he said. The areas witnessed flooding due to the high rainfall from Sunday to Monday morning, which caused rivers to overflow their banks, he explained. In addition, landslides were reported in Batulayar and Gunung Sare subdistricts, he said. A number of areas on Lombok Island were also hit by the disaster, including Mataram City, East Lombok District, and North Lombok District. However, the regions were not hit as badly hit as West Lombok District, he added. In Mataram City, there were many tidal floods which struck coastal areas. Meanwhile, North Lombok and East Lombok Districts were also flooded by the overflowing rivers, the agency had said. However, he could not provide information on the losses caused by the flood, saying the affected areas was quite intense, extensive, so the officers were still in the process of determining the scale of flood-related losses. Meanwhile, head of the emergency department of the NTB Provincial BPPD, Abdul Ghani, said that based on recent data, there were around 404 families affected by the flood in Gunung Sari Subdistrict and 1,022 families or 3,985 flood-affected people in Sekotong Subdistrict. The agency is still collecting data on the affected residents in Batulayar Subdistrict, he added. In Mataram City, this disaster struck Ampanan Subdistrict as well as Selagalas and Kekalik villages, he informed. Until now, BPBD's fast response team along with the National Research and Rescue Agency, military and police officers are evacuating the residents. According to recent reports, there have been no casualties, Ghani added. And last news but definitely the least is another environmental news. Indonesia's Sumeru Volcanic Eruption Skills 14 Dozens Injured the eruption of Samari Volcano has killed at least 14 people and injured dozens on Java Island, Indonesia's disaster agency said on Sunday as rescue teams searched for victims under layers of ash, sometimes digging with their bare hands. Semeru, the tallest mountain on Java, threw up towers of ash and hot cloths on Saturday that blanked nearby villages in East Java province and sent people fleeing in panic. The eruption destroyed buildings and several strategic bridges connecting two areas in the nearby district of Lumajang with the city of Malang, authorities said. A BNPB official said in a news conference late on Sunday that 14 people had been killed, none of whom who have been identified and 56 people suffered injuries, most of them burns. Around 1,300 people have been evacuated while nine people remain unaccounted for, BNPB said. Taufik Ismail Marzuki, a resident in the district of Lumajang who had volunteered to help, told Reuters that rescue efforts were very dire because of the several bridge and volunteers lacking experience. In a video he recorded, police and military officials tried to evacuate bodies with their bare hands. Rescuers in the village of Kurah Kobokan, also in Lumajang, found the body of a mother still holding her dead baby, the state news agency Antara reported. A realtor's witness in Sumberwulu area said homes and vehicles were almost completely submerged by thick grey ash, fallen trees, block roads, and a cow which villagers had been unable to rescue lay by the roadside, the witness said. Hosnia, a 31-year-old local resident who was evacuated with her family, told realtors that the eruption was very sudden. At first, I thought it was a bomb explosive. Suddenly, it was dark, like it was going to destroy the earth, she said. 
Hosniya and her family fled, unable to take anything with them other than official papers. That's all for the news recap for today. Now back to you, Sahda. We're going to be talking about tips and tricks how to be happy with our exam score. Last week, uh, Bini School Bekasi students just finished their semester exam and all my semester exam scores just came out. How about you, Jack? Are you impressed and satisfied with your semester exam scores? Well, for me, um, I'm not satisfied with some, but I'm actually really grateful I can pass one of uh, some of the hardest ones, which I'm very afraid of. But I think it's a 50-50 for me. How about you, Sahda? I'm doing great, but also I do not put uh, so much high expectation to my exams but overall I think I already did my best and let's just hope for the best for the report card. Yes, I totally agree. Even though, for example, um, there's some scores that are unpleasant or um, below our expectation, at least we have tried and that's okay. Um, for me, maybe how to be happy if I have a bad score. Usually, as what uh, Sahda just said before, Don't set your expectations too high because as a quote once said, your expectation kills you. Uh, if we just set our expectation, um, you know, as the most realistical position as it could be, it's probably going to make us satisfied with our scores or anything in particular better, right? So I think setting your expectations just enough is going to be one of the great solutions on how to be happy and satisfied with our exam score. How about you, Sahda? Absolutely right, Jack. Um, for the next one, uh, the second tip is to review your test results and learn from your mistake. Like, you can learn from your mistake when you do the exam and do better next time. Like, study more, review mistakes, and be sure to congratulate yourself for getting through the exam. Like, I had one memorable experience when I made a silly mistake on my math test. I answered the questions correctly, however, I wrote the wrong final answer. Therefore, my mark was reduced. At that moment, I felt very stressed, like when I think about the experience repeatedly, I think I can be hard on myself, especially if I could have done better. Therefore, when I did my math test again, I became extra careful when writing the final answer. I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to make the same mistake at my next test. Um, so in conclusion, reviewing your test results and learning from your mistakes are some of the excellent tips you can do if you want to feel happy if you have a terrible score. Nah, Jack, do you have any other tips and tricks you want to share? Yes, I totally agree with your tip. Definitely, we should you know, you know, reconsider what we did wrong and definitely try our best to, you know, review it again and then try our best to not make the same mistakes because don't make the same mistakes twice, right? And yes, probably for my last tip is also to reflect on your process. So for example, if you haven't studied hard enough in this exam, you can try again next time and just, you know, know your uh, study capability in your next exam. Or maybe if you actually really studied hard in this exam, you should actually be really proud of yourself and give yourself a reward for example like you need to take a break or give your body a rest and definitely just know that you work really hard for this and you deserve a good rest and a good break so definitely also reflect on our process because at the end the it's not only about the destination but also the journey right Sahda? 
Yes, fantastic. Oh yeah, um, I want to close this week survival 101 with uh, some quotes, uh, which is Leon Brown's quotes. Uh, you cannot travel back in time to fix your mistakes, but you can learn from them and forgive yourself for not knowing better. Ignore the past. You cannot change the past, but learn from your mistakes. Exactly. I totally agree with your uh, quote. Thank you so much for listening to today's Vcast episode. Stay tuned for another fantastic episode. Right, Jack? Yes! Happy holiday, guys! Stay safe and healthy, especially if you're traveling or you're going somewhere. Please be mindful to always uh, wear your mask and follow the healthy protocols as well as to take your antigen or PCR test if you're traveling uh, to another city or, you know, abroad. So please stay safe and take care. Don't worry because BCAS will always accompany you until the end of the holiday. So keep being our loyal listener. So stay tuned for another BCAS episode. Yeah, so stay tuned guys and see you guys in another episode. Bye guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.